Welcome to the Ottawa Business Journal's live broadcast of Upgrade Your Hybrid Meeting Experience. I'm Michael Curran from the Ottawa Business Journal. Thank you so much for joining us today. So we're we're making progress in this pandemic. Yesterday, Canada hit the 30 million vaccination mark. Isn't that impressive? And Ottawa is around the 700,000 uh, mark in terms of vaccination. All that means the reality of returning to our office is drawing closer. But that reality might not be the old reality. It seems increasingly clear that the new normal will be a hybrid workforce. And what I mean by that is some people in the office, some people working from home. And certainly when it comes to collaborating with our clients and our suppliers, I think there's no turning back from the audio-visual revolution that has happened over the last year or so. Today, we continue uh, our series on that topic, looking at how you can become a more efficient, collaborative uh, workforce uh, by using some simple tools. And we have a great expert lined up with you once again today. Before I introduce that expert, let me bring in my colleague from the Ottawa Business Journal. Please welcome Peter Cavessi. Hello, Peter. Hi, Mike. How are you doing? I'm doing great today. I'm I'm eager to dig into this. We this is the third in a series of uh, of webinars on this topic, so we're really excited to uh, to dig into more of the details and and talk really about the practicality of a lot of these things. But Peter, you're going to be helping today, and uh, you're going to explain how today's live audience can get involved. So we really want to make this webinar as interactive as possible, and we're going to do that in a, in a couple ways. So the first one is that we really want to hear the questions that are on our audience's minds. So we're encouraging everyone to please share your thoughts, comments, and particularly questions um, in the chat window. If you're watching this on YouTube, it's located just below the uh, the video box on the right-hand side. Uh, you do need to be logged into YouTube in order to, uh, to leave a comment. And the other way we're uh, making this interactive is that we did some advanced polling uh, of our, uh, our registrants uh, in advance about their thoughts on how uh, on collaboration tools and strategies um, in the in the workplace so I'll be back in uh, just a few minutes with the results uh, from our first poll thanks for that Peter uh, we'll see you in just a few minutes so it's time to meet our special guest today he is uh, once again from interactive audiovisual great local company uh, real experts in this let's take a look at this short video that explains the company Interactive audiovisual makes business communication easy and productive by providing turnkey video conferencing solutions, installation, and training, helping you upgrade your virtual meeting experience. And now please welcome to the show, Rob Lantier. Hello, Rob. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm doing great. It's a, it's a bright, sunny day in uh, almost summer. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying the, the good weather. I hope to be soon, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll get you through this, uh, and then you can go for a walk or something. Perfect. Uh, so, Rob, just tell us a little bit about yourself to, uh, to kick things off. You've got a significant uh, background and experience in this. Yeah, I, I've been with Interactive Audiovisual for for quite some time now, 10 years, almost 10 years. Um, I, I'm the installation and service manager, so I, I do a lot of uh, project management and, and help out uh, clients with all sorts of uh, all sorts of their requirements. Well, you're the perfect man for the job. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Rob, you're in a perfect position to comment on some of the audiovisual trends that are happening. Uh, I presume you're talking to someone almost on an hourly basis uh, during work days on this. So what do you expect to see in terms of trends? 
Well, we're, we're seeing um, some of the things that started pre-pandemic, I, I think, are now accelerating. So the, uh, the movement towards um, smaller collaboration spaces, but many more of them within the workspace. Um, also, hoteling. So um, people don't necessarily have to go into the same office all the time, but they might go into um, a satellite office and, and work from there. And Rob, I, I suspect that a lot of people watching today or listening um, have been thinking about these issues, and 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 maybe they're they're putting off decisions, you, you know, on on when uh, when they should be making some some solid decisions. So, when do you think? You, what's your advice to them if they're thinking about changes to to their office space? Well, I think they really need to start soon, as early as possible, um, they, before everyone gets back into the workspace, for sure. Um, one of the things they might consider is to hire a, a company like IAV who can, can go in and, and help assess where they're at with their equipment and, uh, and, and make some recommendations. Okay. Well, that's a good start to the show, Rob. Thank you very much. Um, let's just take a, back, st take a step back for our uh, listeners and uh, viewers and look at today's agenda. So our first topic will be evaluating your current space. Our second topic will be where you want to be planning for the future. We just talked about that. And topic number three will be how do you get there and keep evolving? Because I think uh, as is everything in the technology space, it's it's not uh, a one in a lifetime. After that, by the way, so in about uh, 20 minutes or so, that's when we'll be talking to our audience. Rob and Peter will come in and pose some questions. Uh, and again, as Peter said, please ask those questions. We're here to uh, to get, get those answers for you. So let's dive right into this, uh, Rob, and take a look at our, our first topic, evaluating your current space. And let's start with the physical layout. So many offices, uh, I'm, I'm many managers that is, uh, or company owners, managers are looking at their office and thinking about them with a little bit more of a, a critical eye. And I'm talking about the physical layout of the office. So what questions do you think employers should be asking, Rob, when it comes to their current space? Well, some of the things they might ask is, how do they uh, use their meeting spaces? Um, and how do they reserve their meeting spaces? Is it uh, online or is it, um, um, you know, uh, are there room schedules at, at the individual rooms? And then how do people connect and interact with the room technology? Um, is it something that it takes a long time to get meetings started? Is there a lot of interaction with the technology or is it, is it very simple? Um, and what are the impacts of, of all this on your um, human resources? I like the point about impact there, by the way. So, you know, I can imagine people walking into a meeting room and not being able to get a meeting started or being, you know, hesitant at maybe the health considerations in, in the room and that type of stuff. So that's uh, that's excellent. The, the, the next thing I wanted to ask you about, Rob, is technology, because, you know, that kind of underpins everything we're talking about today. There's physical space, but then there's the technology that kind of enables uh, the collaboration. So when it comes to um, the IT aspects, what common issues do you think people might be uh, wrestling with? Well, I, <clears throat> excuse me, with these hybrid spaces where um, video conferencing on whatever platform you're using is going to be, um, uh, it's going to be a requirement now. Um, you, you need to ensure that your network is robust, uh, um, 
um, to handle all of that that traffic. Um, and if you had an issue pre-pandemic, uh, it's going to be um, uh, you're going to notice it much more post-pandemic. Um, and then make sure that that your technology is working when when people come back. Yeah, yeah, I can, you know, I can think about that. Uh, you know, if we go back, let's just say two years ago, people might have been having a lot of conversations with clients and suppliers on phones, and now they're on video. Well, that's 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 a really heavy load on uh, on the network. Uh, so that's a great point, uh, Rob. Something that people need to keep in mind. That, you know, it's a basic infrastructure type question right now. So let's, uh, as promised, go to uh, Peter Cavesi. So we'll bring uh, Peter back on screen. And uh, as Peter said, uh, Peter uh, has been asking some advanced poll questions to today's audience. Uh, Peter, why don't you share the first question and results with us? So the, the sudden movement towards uh, remote work really thrust uh, the, the issue of employee collaboration under the, uh, the the microscope. So we wanted to ask our audience about the, the tools uh, that would really help um, ele elevate collaboration, uh, particularly you know, in a hybrid environment. Um, so Rob, you know, we were just just talking about this the stronger network connection, but I'm I'm curious about the, uh, the the issue of audio equipment. When it comes to to working together as a team in collaboration, why is audio so so important? Well, audio is is the key factor in video collaboration to get your point across or to be understood. So having the video is fantastic to pick up the those visual cues that someone might be using, but the audio is is you know, 90% of, of the communication. So it's really key that you can be well understood. So having good quality microphones um, in, in the room and having your um, external participants with good quality microphones will help everybody understand much, much better. Those are really, really good uh, takeaway points. And just a reminder to, to our audience as well that we do want to hear the uh, the thoughts and questions that uh, are on uh, your mind. Please leave them in the uh, the chat window. We'll be posing uh, some of those questions uh, to Rob towards the end of the broadcast. Thanks, Peter. Um, so let's move on to topic number two, which is, again, where you want to be in planning for the future. And Rob, I'm going to ask you about this concept of reconnecting in the office. So what do you think the first step is in creating a more collaborative and connected office? Well, the hybrid office definitely includes video. So your collaboration spaces will be used a little bit differently now, whereas pre-pandemic, you may have had three or four or five or six people in a meeting room working on a project. Going forward, I think you'll see two or three people in the office in that collaboration space and two or three people working remotely. So having that, um, that, that video capability and good quality audio capability in your meeting spaces is really going to be key. And I wanted to ask about smarter meeting rooms. I like this concept of a smarter meeting room. I hope it, it gives me smart things to say. Um, so for those businesses that are looking to kind of embrace that, you know, connective technology, um, what options uh, should they be considering when it comes to these smart meeting rooms? Well, first of all, I think that they need to be easy to use. Um, that's a really key factor in um, having people comfortable in those meeting spaces. So um, an easy way to book meeting rooms would be one, um, uh, maybe uh, room signs or, or scheduling panels outside the room so you know if they're being used or if they're going to be used uh, shortly. Um, 
less interaction maybe with the equipment in the room. So um, you walk in the room and the sensors uh, turn everything on for you. So you don't have to interact as much with the technology. Um, and, and people are actually get really comfortable with that. And it's much easier to operate the room. It's it's you know it seems like such an, a simple point, but it's worth just thinking about for a second because if you're going in, for example, to a boardroom and you're going to give a pitch to a major client, uh, and that contract might be worth tens of thousands of dollars, and something goes wrong in terms of the connectivity and that type of thing, you know that that's not a small detail, right, Rob? You're you're involved somewhat in the sales process. You, you don't want things to go south like that. It's a poor reflection on your company and it might set the meeting off on the wrong foot, right? Absolutely. And that's one of the fears with the technology in the meeting rooms is that um, in the past, it's been difficult to connect. It's been hard to get meetings started. Um, our goal is to make it easy um, for that to happen and start your meetings on time. You can walk into a room and um, the room may know what the meeting is. Um, you can have the technology turn the lights on or lower the lights, raise or, or lower shades, um, automatically go turns the, the technology on, goes to a specific input. So you're, you're essentially ready to start sharing your content um, within seconds of entering the room. Yeah, there's there's definitely increased complexity, and, and that's why they need companies like uh, Interactive Audio Visual. I want to talk about managing collaboration. So, how do you think employers can effectively manage all of these tools and help their employees? Um, it's really important to ask yourself if you have the internal resources to to support all this. Um, it, not every company has the uh, the human resources or even the, the technology available right now to to implement some of these solutions. And that's where you know a company like Interactive Audio Visual can come in and really help um, implement these things and and help manage them with you. That's a great, a great answer. So let's bring uh, Peter Cavesi back on screen. And Peter's going to share some information about our second advanced poll. Uh, Peter, um, we'll have you tell us about that poll and, and what people said. Well, our second poll question really picks up on uh, what Rob was just sort of mentioning there about uh, resources, in particular human resources. Uh, we, of course, appreciate that organizations come in all different uh, sizes and different uh, operating models. But as we, you know, there is this new um, adoption of different uh, different tools, and especially among remote workers, uh, we wanted to ask, uh, I was curious about, you know, who takes ownership of a lot of these tools? And uh, what we found is that uh, by, by and large, um, individuals are are, uh, their own uh, IT specialists in a lot of cases. Rob, um, give us your take on this. What are the pros and cons of, uh, of, of individuals sort of relying um, on themselves to, uh, to help uh, troubleshoot uh, their IT tools? Hey, well, it can be very difficult and challenging for some people, for sure. Um, but now with people working from home uh, much more, they're certainly being forced into um, being their own support. Um, but in the office, um, you shouldn't have to do that. Individuals shouldn't need to do that. And there are, are uh, firms like IAV that can can certainly help with um, the the uh, the technology and and supporting that technology. 
Uh, well, thank you very much, uh, guys. That that tees up, uh, I think, the third topic really well. Uh, the third topic, again, as we dive into it, is how do you get there and keep evolving? Um, and, and maybe we'll start off with that concept of doing something in-house, uh, Rob. So can companies, uh, how can companies kind of set themselves up uh, for this workplace? Well, I think if you're a larger organization um, where you can, um, you have the technical resources, maybe an IT department of 20 to, to 40 professionals who are able to support all the the equipment in the rooms and, and the rooms themselves. Um, and you also need a, a fair bit of financial resources um, in order to make those capital expenditure expenditures to upgrade the technology in these meeting rooms. So it is certainly possible for for uh, some companies to to do that themselves. I think maybe you know one of the key points on on that one is that um, and this isn't a knock by the way on existing IT, IT departments or internal ID de departments they've been kind of thrust into this new world too right so they might in the past have been dealing with like local area networks or Wi-Fi issues or that type of stuff now they're suddenly uh, dealing with microphones and lighting and cameras um, so so maybe that leads to the next question uh, Rob which is um, you know, what do you think the most ex most effective approach to some of this would be? Well, what we're seeing is uh, certainly a, an increase in something called AV as a service. So it's essentially a subscription model where um, companies really, does, uh, you know, small or medium-sized businesses in particular can... Um, subscribe to a service from an, a, an AV company like Interactive Audiovisual, where um, you you uh, pay monthly for for your AV equipment and services. So it's a, it's a certainly a scalable model. So you can start out small and as you grow, you can can increase um, the the number of rooms you have very easily. When, when I think of that, you know, maybe a, um, a fair comparison, Rob, would be, you know, most companies would do their, you know, their basic bookkeeping in-house, but when it comes to filing their taxes or getting specialized advice, right, they're they're going to have to go to the experts. And, and that, as uh, as I hope people are figuring out, is, is a company like Interactive uh, Audiovisual. Um, give us a sense so that uh, so that AV is a service that's probably offered on a month-to-month -month basis, contract basis over a year. How would how would that work? So it, it's quite simple. It's it's very much like uh, most companies don't purchase printers any longer. They per they they subscribe to to the service. Um, AV is the same thing. A company like Interactive Audiovisual can um, consult with you to find out what your needs are um, in these spaces and then um, provide all the technology, um, even the furniture for these spaces um, on, a, on a monthly basis for, for a certain length of time. Um, we would also provide all the installation services, any, um, we can provide monitoring services. So we may know if there's a problem in the room before you come in, in, in the morning and we may be able to fix it remotely. Um, there's, um, lots of services that we can provide. And then 
if if your company grows, we can add rooms easily. Um, also, it, it helps for that upgrade path in, in the future where technology, as we know, changes so quickly. Um, so in three or five years, will the technology in that room still fit your needs or does it need to be upgraded to something else? And with the subscription model, it's it's quite easy to do that. That's a, it's an interesting point that uh, you just brought up. So, um, you know, even staying on top of some of these technology changes, it's a little bit unrealistic, right? For, you know, let's say it's a VP of sales or someone in human resources to be figuring out, you know, what's the best video camera to use, what's the best lighting, microphones, touchless meeting systems, all that type of stuff. It's, it's, it's very unrealistic expectation to throw on people who aren't experts. For sure. Um, and that's our specialty. We we want to be your technology partner in this. Um, so it, uh, there's a, uh, a regular review of uh, needs and requirements and and um, we can revise the technology as as required. Um, we can also um, monitor the spaces to make sure that they are being used. And um, we can help with future office design and saying that your your meeting rooms are, are booked nine hours a day, for example, or they're being used nine hours a day. Um, you need more office uh, collaboration spaces or maybe you need less. Um, but we can put in some equipment to monitor that. Just before we go to Peter with some uh, questions, I, I wanted to ask Rob. Some people uh, watching or listening today might be thinking, "Oh, we're you know they're talking about big government departments or companies with a thousand employees and and twenty people in IT." But some some of what we're talking about is is just as relevant to small and medium sized enterprises. I I presume you guys at interactive audiovisual work with both ends of the spectrum. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. Um, we'll, we work with, with private business as well as government and institutions. Um, you know, we're, we're happy to consult anytime, um, a, an email or a phone call um, for, for, to set up a quick conversation. Um, we're, we're more than happy to do that. Okay, that's great. Peter, let's bring you back into uh, the conversation. Uh, any questions you want to you wanna pitch at Rob? So, you know, Rob, everything we've been talking about uh, today, it, it, it's a journey, right? You, um, and you've, you know, helped people along that journey uh, many times. I'm curious, what are some of the common pain points that you often see uh, organizations uh, encounter and uh, that, that you help them overcome? I think Rob's still, oh, there you go. We had a, we had a second freeze there. So uh, uh, Peter, do you want to ask that again? Sure. I was just wondering, you know, as uh, as organizations embark on uh, on on this uh, on this journey of uh, you know upgrading their uh, their meeting uh, meeting equipment, what are some of the common pain points that the, that you often see that you help uh, them overcome? Um, most often, it, it's it's um, you e making it easy to use the technology. Um, that's one of the the key factors. Is um, some they you know they may have had past experiences where they've they've. Uh, invested the money in this, and then their their teams don't use it. Um, that's the last thing we want. Is uh, we want to make sure that they have good adoption levels of the equipment. 
One of the questions I had is, uh, I want to pick up on something that you, you've mentioned uh, a couple of times uh, this, this afternoon surrounding sort of analytics, meeting room analytics and, uh, and, and metrics. Could you expand a little bit on that? What should organizations be, be measuring when it comes to their, uh, their, their, their meeting space and collaboration equipment? Well, we can implement several different things. Um, there's uh, the, the meeting schedules or the room booking uh, panels that, that can be used, um, and it can be tracked how often rooms are being used. Um, we can put in analytics um, so that we can find out if those rooms are, are being booked, but are they also being used? Um, those are sometimes two different things. <laughs> um, sometimes people book a meeting uh, the same day every week uh, for the entire year, but you know they never show up for that meeting. Um, so we can help companies determine what the actual usage is, and that can help them uh, going forward with their planning. So their space planning, do they need more space? Uh, what kind of space do they need? Is it uh, more meeting rooms, smaller meeting rooms, larger meeting rooms, things like that. Something else I was uh, I was wondering um, as the equipment gets you know more and more sophisticated, does cybersecurity ever uh, come into the, the the discussion? Is that ever sort of part of the the, the picture that uh, that you look at with your customers? Absolutely, that's definitely a concern. Um, as in in most things now, a lot of audiovisual equipment is. Um, IP based and and so there may or may not be a connection to the internet. So cybersecurity is certainly um, at the forefront of uh, for our concerns. Um, so our equipment may be just an internal um, system that doesn't touch the internet, or it may be on the client's network, or we can create our own with our own firewall and and secure monitoring system. And I've got one more question for you, and it involves you uh, looking into your crystal ball. Um, as uh, as you you know look at some of the uh, the, the products and services and integrations that are sort of coming down the uh, the, the pipeline, what, what what gets you really excited? What do you think is going to be the part of the uh, the next wave of technology that's uh, going to be making its way into uh, offices and meeting spaces around the city? Well, I think definitely the continuation of of the the video platform, so Teams, Zoom. Um, and within that, we're going to see a lot more analytics coming from that. And um, it, it's, you know, we can collect the data, but what, how we use that data to make changes down the road will be very interesting. And one other question that, uh, that I know is part of all the discussions as we talk about return to work involves health and safety. Tell me about the discussions you're having surrounding sort of health and safety and uh, a hybrid workforce uh, with your customers. Well, I've seen in in some rooms, um, you know, people put plastic dividers on the table in, in their meeting rooms, which is is a good first step. But um, I think having a, a touchless environment um, may help also, may help uh, staff feel more protected. So when they walk into a space, they don't need to in interact with the technology. Everything can come on. They can even use Google or Alexa to control their meeting spaces. Um, that's definitely a possibility. Um, we, we, we do that in our own uh, meeting room. So, um, you know, anything that helps them feel safe and creating that hybrid workspace so that not everyone needs to be in the office. They can have 
some in the office and others participating in, in that collaboration remotely. You know, what was going through my mind as you were talking about touchless technology, even when we hopefully, you know, emerge from the pandemic, I, I don't think anyone's going to be thinking about cold and flu season the same way anymore. I know that uh, as I, you know, move around uh, places outside my own home, I'm so much more conscious about everything that I'm touching. Uh, it's just, it's, it's so much more top of mind. So I absolutely do, do agree that uh, the idea of touchless technology is likely going to have a lot more appeal uh, going forward. Likely, likely less uh, shared keyboards or that type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> keyboards are one of those things that tend to accumulate a lot of uh, a lot of bad germs and that type of stuff, right? And and some of those meeting, I've seen some pictures of some of those touchless meeting rooms are are, are really neat. Either voice commanded, as you just said, Rob, or um, or even just a you know here's the it's displaying the next scheduled meeting. You press it, and boom, you're in you know you're in that video meeting. That's that's pretty cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. The meetings, the the room can know what meeting is 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 next, and will start automatically for you. That's really neat. So, Rob, listen, we're going to begin our wrap up phase. Thank you very much, Peter. By the way, for uh, walking us through those interactive uh, components, appreciate that. Um, Rob, I'm just wondering if um, you know there might be people out there that are going. I they understand the need. Uh, they understand uh, they need to continue to evolve. Um, but maybe they're intimidated or something about reaching out to an expert like you. What you know? What what advice would you give to those people uh, <laughs> who are kind of you know sitting on the sidelines, so to speak, and saying, "I know I I need to get to this, but I have, but I'm not getting to it yet." Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's it's important to start early, the the process early. Um, I, you need to make your your team feel safe when when they return, and you want everything to work for them. Um, when they return. So, you know, pick up the phone and, and you can call me or call Interactive Audiovisual or send me an email or connect on LinkedIn, whatever it is. Um, and we'll be happy to, to have that discussion and, and help out. That's great. Well, why don't we bring up, that's a perfect segue, why don't we bring up your contact information on screen there, Rob. Uh, so there you go, our, our Lantier at interactiveaudiovisual.com and his phone number. Uh, we'll be following up, by the way, with everyone that registered today to make sure that you get Rob's uh, uh, information. Any final thoughts, uh, Rob, as we inch closer? Yeah, I think realistically we're a few months away from, or maybe even less, from more people being in the office. Uh, uh, any final thoughts uh, that you could draw upon uh, when you think of all those discussions with customers you have on a daily basis? Well, I, I, I think that the return to office is, is going to seemingly happen very quickly. <laughs> I think uh, some people may be surprised a little bit um, by how quickly it happens. And uh, it's important to be prepared, um, you know, be ready for your, your teams to be back in and have the, the technology in place and working and have it safe to, to be there. Those are some good uh, final thoughts. Thanks, Rob, uh, for joining us today. You, you, you know, bringing twenty plus years of experience, uh, the leaders in town when it comes to audiovisual. Thanks very much for joining us today. Have a great afternoon. Thanks, Michael. You too. Uh, for uh, for those of you that are sticking with us, a reminder uh, that you can visit obj.ca website every day. We have that website updated with local news uh, on a weekday uh, basis. Um, I really recommend that you subscribe to OBJ Today, which is OBJ's weekday email newsletter. That newsletter is uh, is like a synopsis of effectively everything that happened 
uh, in the day in terms of news. Plus, it gives you uh, some teasers on events, uh, virtual events, uh, awards programs uh, coming up. By the way, 40 Under 40 is just around the corner. Uh, you can also follow OBJ on social media. LinkedIn tends to be very popular. I think we have 22,000 followers. And since uh, many of you are watching on YouTube today, make sure to click the red subscribe button and hit the little bell icon and that will uh, notify you when we're uh, live. Uh, thanks so much for uh, joining us today. Thank you to Rob and all his colleagues at uh, Interactive Audio Visual. Hope to see you real soon. Please stay connected, stay safe, bye-bye.